Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here and JC. Welcome back. Uh, It's a pleasure to be back. We are here in episode three of five in the series, Common Complaints About HR Departments. And today I want to talk about what to do about them. We already kind of gave some advice. I got a little excited there in the first two episodes because this, this topic is very, you know, dear and near to me. I'm not necessarily an HR department, but I'm an HR department of one. And I know many of our listeners are. Um, I'm an HR department of one for many organizations, but I don't do what you do, uh, our listeners. You know, I'm not doing the paperwork. I'm mostly doing the training and giving advice to get uh, through challenges for HR or CEOs or executives who don't have an HR department. But, you know, HR professionals have a lot on their plate. They're responsible for everything related to employees in an organization. And this deal includes dealing with employee complaints, which are so much fun. (laughs) They're very, very repetitive often, and they're very time consuming. So, While it is necessary to hear out every employee concern, there are certain complaints that HR can direct elsewhere, freeing up more time to focus on the tasks that require attention. I just want to say here again, this is going to be the third or fourth time I said it, don't shove everything at your managers without taking something off their plate and without training them. I've got five key points to kick things off for you, Wendy. First one here is going to be interpersonal challenges. At the top of the list of common employee complaints that come to HR, interpersonal challenges. Examples include co-workers not getting along or not pulling their weight. HR should definitely listen to these complaints. Um, but if it's simply um, uh, coworkers not getting along or not pulling their weight, that's a management responsibility. That's not a human resource responsibility. However, you know, HR does need to be aware of it and need, and needs to be training managers to make sure that they're looking out to see if it's any kind of bias, um, uh, illegal discrimination, illegal harassment. Then that is where HR may need to get involved with the manager, not alone with the manager so that the manager now knows how to handle it moving forward. The next employee complaint for you are questions about payroll and benefits. Employees often have concerns about their paychecks, their benefits, and their retirement contributions. So HR can help reduce these numbers of queries by creating an online payroll service. For example, um, leaning on your payroll department. Uh, for many of you that are listening today, you know, maybe you are HR and payroll. I am the HR person who says payroll does not belong in HR. Payroll is an accounting function and belongs in accounting. However, that's the payroll, you know, the tactical part. So HR still probably is going to be handling the benefits and the retirement and understand them where payroll may not understand them. So it's a give and a take between the payroll and the HR department there. But if it is something about a deduction um, or maybe, hey, uh, my time card um, was wrong, that's a payroll issue. If you are the person listening today and you say, I do HR and I do payroll, see if you could talk to your CF and outsource that somehow or move it over to the accounting department. Excellent point there. Our next employee complaint is career goals and objectives. 
Employees may have questions about their objectives or how they can advance their careers, and they'll sometimes direct that towards HR. This, again, is a management function. However, if your managers aren't trained or your managers, excuse me, your managers were just promoted because they haven't left yet, (laughs) then they're not going to know, okay, what are the options here? So first of all, HR, when you are promoting somebody or hiring somebody into like a supervisor role, a management role, you know, you need to sit with them and train them and say, hey, here are all our options here of career opportunities. Um, We do have career path plans. Um, Maybe you have a small company, you only have 20 employees. Well, you can't have everybody into the career path plan of management, but maybe you could have them into something else. They could join a committee, whatever it might be. Your managers need to know what that is. This is not an HR function. HR is there to help managers help their employees. Does that make sense? Absolutely does. And the next employee complaint, Ms. Wendy, the HR lady, is juggling paid time off. It's a huge concern. Employees have questions about how to use their paid time off or whether they could take unpaid leave. And they'll send those questions straight to HR. So this is another um, item where, again, it's it, it's probably more of a payroll issue, but for many HR people, they are in charge of payroll as well, or somebody, maybe they're supervising somebody in payroll. If you have some kind of online system, um, hopefully some kind of savvy technology payroll system, you know, most of them are connected right to people's smartphones. Not everybody, but almost everybody does have a smartphone. And so you can have them going to that portal or go maybe to an intranet um, or to some kind of service. So outsource that as much as possible so people could uh, go to an app or a service to understand that. With that said, also, you are going to have to at one point in time explain to employees and new hires and then managers how does our payroll work? The only time I think HR really, really should be involved with, uh, you know, pay time off is say an employee is um, their manager never approves their time off. And that's a problem. You know, that might be a discrimination or a bias issue. It could also be the fact that the manager just doesn't like that person or says, no, they have performance issues. But, but so I'm not giving them time off. And then you're like, whoa, 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 this isn't regular time off. This is medical time off. This is di- disability time off. This is FMLA time off. That means your manager hasn't been trained. Um, and let's face it, most managers aren't trained on that because they're super complicated issues. Our last employee complaint that typically comes to HR, work-life balance concerns. Employees may need to leave work early to pick up their children, or they may feel burnt out from the pressure to perform at work. This is kind of something that we, you know, we were talking about in our first two episodes already as well is, you know, uh, people have been working, 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 working forever. But definitely during the COVID era, it was more and more and more because we were we were worried about losing our jobs. And then in many companies, you were busier than ever because of COVID. And so people truly are burnt out. Um, I would say the work-life balance issue definitely is, you know, something that HR should be uh, taking control of, working with managers, working with supervisors, surveying employees, sur- surveying managers. Managers are definitely going to tell you, yeah, I'm burnt out too. And so are my employees, but I don't know what to do here. And so this is 100% an HR responsibility. And we need to be, um, you know, putting our back up uh, for managers, employees and turning to executives and saying, hey, something needs to give here. And here are the ideas that I've come up with. So definitely an HR responsibility here. Aside from common employee complaints that come to HR, employee grievances are something that might come in as well. 
And as an employer, it's important to take your employees' grievances seriously, whether they're valid or not. If ignored, these grievances could lead to lower morale, decreased productivity, and even a higher turnover rate. Grievances can be related to pay and benefits, bullying, working conditions, workload. And it's important to have policies in place to address each one. And there's a few different key ones for that. Back over to the HR lady, Wendy Sellers. Yeah, there's so much, um, you know, that employees could be having grievances or complaints or concerns about. And, you know, I definitely don't want you turning away anybody at the door, um, especially if they have tears in their eyes or or they're like, that's it. You, you're looking at them. They're like, they're about to quit. So HR does need to, you know, stop and say, OK, I'm here to help. Um, if you have trained your managers and you have great managers, there's a reason employees are coming to you, HR, because they feel comfortable coming to you. And maybe it is something that's more legal or personal that they don't want their managers to know about. And so there's going to be a time that you have to just say that, stop and say, okay, I'm dropping everything because this employee needs me. And then you fill the manager in later. Um, as long as it's not something related to a legal reason like FMLA, disability, you know, something like that, you're almost always going going to have to tell the manager what's going on within reason. Sometimes you may say, hey, there's a medical issue. I can't tell you what it is, but this is how we're going to handle it. We HR needs to be working side by side with the management team and then side by side with the executive team because we're all in this together. We're all in it for the same reason. So in order for, to get your employees to you know, hate coming into the office, how to fix them is training, 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 making sure that HR is not dealing with uh, paperwork and everything else so that they are 100% available to drop everything when an employee comes in, but knowing that some employees are going to take advantage of that. Thanks for listening to episode three of our five-part series, Common Complaints About HR Departments. In our next episode, I really want to talk about, you know, what should HR be focusing on? I just kind of mentioned about, hey, let's not be dealing with paperwork. What does that mean? Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.